This is a journey into sound, 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 sound. What is up, everyone? Infinitely dimensional, um, amazing bioelectric co-creators. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Eco Elevation Podcast. Super excited. Got an epic podcast for you guys today. Um, just talking about life with my uh, one of my gurus, uh, my brother, one of my teachers, uh, Daniel San. Uh, Daniel G. Damn, Daniel. Uh, a little bit of an introduction for Daniel. I met Daniel um, back in 2017, I believe. Um, I was working at this hot dog restaurant, and the first day I met him uh, in front of the hot dog restaurant, Urban Hot Dog in uh, West Side, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Um, in front of there was uh, this awesome co-op called the La Montanita Co-op. And it was basically like a Whole Foods and a Natural Grocers and a Sprouts all smashed together, but then um, owned locally and uh, owned by the people that shop there. So it was a member, a member-owned co-op. And I remember I was trying, I was putting applications in, I was putting applications in, I was trying to get in the deli. And then um, my man Daniel uh, came into the hot dog restaurant and he's like, uh, is Samson here? And uh, bam, the the rest is history. But yeah, I met him. Uh, you know, he, he put me on, he basically just asked me, hey, do you know how to cut meat? And I said, um, you know, I have, I have a little experience, but uh, basically you show me and I can get it done. And then from there, we just knocked it out of the ballpark, you know, got work done. We uh, he, he was the lead butcher and then i was like the lead meat clerk um and it was fun man we would just listen to music we would just be in the fridge and just talk about life and uh i really i really appreciated you know every single day that i was able to you know come to work and have such an amazing crew and such an amazing team of people like i said that that co-op was you know the best job i've ever had in my entire life you know based on the environment the people that worked there um just everything it was just like literally the best place to work at you know i'd get free food um just so many blessings and so many amazing people and uh, i'm very lucky that i got to meet daniel along my travels and uh, on this life um plane that we call earth and reality but uh yeah quick little intro uh, my brother daniel um he, he's a fucking awesome butcher and uh just an all-around you know amazing genuine soul and we just break it down talking about addiction because he's been sober for over 10 years and uh i've i've kind of you know been sober from the harder things um for about three years now uh i would say it's a, it's like two years since i really cut all of the the junk out um and of course it's a daily practice you know um basically uh if you guys really like, you know, what I'm doing here and if you like uh, my words, um, leave me a review if you'd like, you know, sh- shoot me a five-star review. It only takes a second. You can do it while you're listening to me on whatever um, platform you're listening to. Um, it's super helpful for me because then I can get more guests and I can just keep this podcast thing rolling even though I have a full-time job being a, uh, you know, a spring water delivery man or water shaman as I like to uh, call myself. And at the same time, you know, a geodowser, um, an alchemist, uh, a musician, an artist, um, everything in between, you know, a citizen of this uh, earthly plane and a citizen of this beautiful, you know, uh, floating floating rock that we call Mother Gaia that is spinning through the space uh, time. But yeah, guys, if you'd like, please leave me a, me a review. You know, it only takes a second and it really helps me out. And uh, 
If you guys would like, check out the links that are in my show notes of this podcast. Those are, you know, some of my sponsors. Um, And I would just like to shout out uh, one of my most recent sponsors, Silver Owl CBD. Um, You can check them out at www.silverowlcbd.com. And uh, you get 25% off all of your orders all the time. Um, Just at checkout, enter um, all lowercase Spaceman Samson. No spaces in between. Um, Spaceman Samson. S-P-A-C-E-M-A-N-S-A-M-S-O-N. I love you all. I'm going to kick this podcast off with my latest song. Today is December 28th. And I am finishing up this podcast around 2.46 p.m. Um, I love you all posting this to the interwebs and uh, talk soon all right vision I can see clearly path of least resistance persistence I am still free holding complete I still need here and now presence this life is a gift feel me intention plus attention all is divine collaboration create real dreams letting go of what no longer serves for our highest and greatest good heal things lost myself to find the self infinitely alive universal keys inhale exhale the sun rises in my being the moon sets in my being still ocean deep integral conscious how i think attitude loving like gratitude on the brink cresting the waves of creation even if i sink and drown winds of creation i know i've found higher perspective all around Standing in my power, empowered now Illusions of limitation, imagination, illumination I stand on solid ground Inhale, exhale, the sun rises in my being The moon sets in my being still Balance, ebb and flow, up and down Dive into unknown darkness, life and death Here and now regardless Ego abyss, lost myself to find where my heart is Illusions are bliss, mind your matter, this life is a gift Time is a trick, you are the tree, off in the sea Power of choice, discernment is key This present moment is where I be I find I am holding complete, sovereign and free Inhale, exhale, the sun rises in my being The moon sets in my being still Golden mind, rainbow body, soul shine From my head to my feet, synchronize Quantum sacred heart to sacred heart, biosynergize Let's fly, rising tides, third eye Connection, co-creation, global love and harmony Rehabilitation, transcending duality Matrix reality, simulations Inhale, exhale, the sun rises in my being The moon sets in my being still
Sensei Dan. Damn, Daniel. What's up, brother? Hey there. Can you hear me? Mic check. Mic check. Can you hear me, bro? Hello? hello? Let's see. Can you hear me now? Mic, mic check. Mic check. Hello? Hello, hello? Can you hear hello? me, bro? Hey. Hey, there we go. What's up, my man? Damn. Not much. I was all worried to go. <laughs> yeah, technology, dude, just surfing in out of these waves, I guess. How's right. it going? Good, man. Just day of relaxing and watching football. Heck yeah, dude. Yeah, man. Same with me for this. Whole- How's everything? Good, bro. It's real good for this whole holiday. Just uh, been full on reset. But it's good, bro. It's good. Well, heck yeah, man. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to Eco Elevation. Infinite love for all creation. I'm just going to start it off by uh, <clears throat> going into um, you know, oh, the, the seat of my heart. Excuse me. Three breaths. Breathing in the infinite loving energies that are, um, you know, coming from deep down in the crystal sun um, from Mother Earth into our body. And on the exhale, letting those energies settle into our heart. And then the second breath, breathing in source, soul, creation, however you choose to see that and say that, breathing that into your heart, letting it settle on the exhale. And then that third breath, merge earth, sky, and you into the sacred space of your heart. Bam. We here, bro. We here, man. Hearing it. Hearing it. <laughs> I'm excited, dude. I'm super excited. I've been thinking about this for a while about like, uh, you know, like addictions and like trauma and like substance you know like it's it's kind of this, uh, this journey of life you know um basically uh one of my gurus this dude that i've been uh studying um his name is paul check and he has uh, a addiction definition that is uh as any repeated behavior that does not produce the results you want I thought that was a pretty good, uh, pretty good definition. But I'm, I'm just gonna start off by uh, asking you, brother, like, um, just where you're from, and uh, you know, uh, what what you like to do, and then um, like the career, and you know, we'll just work into you know the life in general and the chaos of everything, and how how uh, substance got introduced to your life. Oh wow, that's a lot <laughs> of uh, uh, talking, man. <laughs> Well, I'm actually from the heart of New Mexico, from Santa Fe, New Mexico. Um, Born and raised Santa Fe. Uh, Came to Albuquerque 10 years ago, looking for a better life. And plus my, you know, family moved here too, so I needed a place to go. Um... Uh, just went out looking for a lot of work here. Uh, or where should I start from the beginning? <laughs> I would say I would say that that's a beautiful intro, brother. Beautiful. Um, I, I would say yeah, maybe just start like uh, where where you first you know uh, got caught up in substance. You know, whether that just be like from stress of like having to grind and you know having to work, and then you know family. Uh, uh, 
Well, I think the like using and all that started before I even started working. <laughs> like yeah, like you're you're a little you know when you're a kid you you try your uh you know alcohol from parents from wh- whoever, and then later on you're sneaking it into you know with your friends. Yeah, sneaking a beer, you're sneaking alcohol some sort of way. Um, yeah, and then uh, um, like it got heavy in my twenties. Um, that was, I was doing, or I was already doing cocaine, probably around nineteen, nineteen years old. Yeah, and it was, it was everywhere, right? I mean, oh yeah, it's, it's a small town, so that's like the what everybody was doing, you know. Yeah. And if you weren't yeah. doing it, then you weren't, you know, part of the party crowd. <laughs> yeah, and it's fun too. Don't get me wrong; you know, it's fun. But I think the the uh, the costs outweigh the the rewards. You know, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, like, yeah, dude. Um, like, uh, like I was making money just to buy the stuff. You know what I mean? I was just just abusing my uh, my wallet, just spending money. Trying to impress, I guess, and uh, yeah, and then I got more into it uh, with the alcohol. The alcohol's help. Um, I started doing more and more um, of the powder, and then um, yeah, uh, hard liquor got me too. But uh, you know, I still kept the job. Um, people knew what I was doing. Um, I. You know, they remind me of the things I did bad. So I try to fix them, but as I fixed them, I was still covering it up with the using, the boozing. Um, yeah, and uh, got got into a crowd that uh, either sold it, did it too, and, you know, it became a thing. Yeah, boy, that it, it comes to a point where, you know, you're uh... – you know, you start either doing it or having it on you and then selling it just so you can use it. Exactly. Me too, because I was like, all right, you know, that's how it kind of started for me too, you know, coming from a small town, same, you know, northern New Mexico, you know, high school, um, it was everywhere, you know, I mean, that, and for me, it was more like opiates and pills, you know, because they're easier to get and people would steal them from their grandparents, you know pharmaceutical you know whatever yeah yeah and stuff and so yeah it was the same for me man like i'd be in school and i remember like just like just not wanting to fucking be there and i remember i would have you know a pill bottle full of different kinds of pills because every <laughs> time my home come in and they'd rob whoever and they'd have you know okay here's 20 fucking laura tab here's fucking you know 20 percocet whatever you know and and uppers, downers, you know, Oxycontin, fucking everything in between is kind of crazy, you know, because then for me personally, I think it was just me trying to, like you said, you know, fitting into the crowd. And then, you know, you're already partying anyways, because that seems like, you know, that seems like. I was good at it. You. <laughs> yeah, same, dude. So you see, like, I think, dude, like, it was like the thing to do because you, you know, hang out with people and, you know, like whatever like it was it was the way to de-stress but ironically you know creating you know these uh these like i guess you know complete 
losing yourself, you know, because you could lose yourself whenever you get, you know, too into something, right? And especially with, you know, any type of substance, whether that be coffee, even, you know, like, there, there's, there's like that saying where it's, uh, you know, you, you got to take like a balanced amount, right? But even for these harder things, sometimes that shit don't work, because I would always, <laughs> I'd always be the one like trying to stash a line or something. You know? <laughs> Yeah, you know, and everybody would get all pissed at me, like, what are you doing saving that? And I'm like, nah, well, this is my little NOS boost. <laughs> like, and I was just like, fuck, man. Like, for me personally, it was totally like just an honesty thing. Like, in my mind, you know, growing up around drug dealers and like drug dealers and my friends, and that was like a lifestyle for me. That was like how I you know movidas i would make moves you know in northern new mexico like people would call me for weed i'd be selling weed but then everything else in between from like shards to freaking you know meth freaking crack freaking everything in between bro and then you know of course you're just you know you gotta you gotta make money you gotta pay bills you gotta do normal stuff but then i think what's crazy is when it comes to a point where it starts to like consume you know and that that can be some some crazy shit and honestly it's like for me i think it was love and just finding my truth that really kind of and i think having a support system too you know having like people who who aren't doing that thing and then you kind of like cut yourself off from those people because that's really the thing right it's like you get into like a ritual like a ritualistic habit right? a self-ritual seems... habit <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, you know you're like in this habit of doing the same thing over and over again in your mind you have like that your conscience i guess right where he's like bro you're like fucking up right now you better get your shit together and well, you're yeah. like no i mean once you like get all the like alcohol and drugs get you know you start getting into it and it's there and you know when you're gonna have it you know what you're gonna do with it and there's nobody else around because you uh you know and revolved yourself around that all that it's like it's like grabs you and and holds you to to your worst and then when when you meet people you know similar to you you're just inviting people to you know um do bad to you you're doing bad to them too but you know in the long run you gotta see through your eyes what what's going on because like you can you can think this guy's your friend but then he's taking your stuff. He's using you to get to that stuff, or you know, and it just uh, goes back and forth, you know. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Like it comes with that environment, yeah. you know. So you doing that thing, and then it attracts the people, the circumstances, the experiences of more of that shit. That you're like, "Fuck, man, another fight, another who this guy got stabbed, whatever." <laughs> you know that things from zero to a hundred real fucking quick you know and I, I think the crazy thing too is like for me the the funnest part was like the thrill of the score you know uh, what I mean like I, that's what I think we get mostly hooked on you know because then boom we got it you know but I think during that whole time especially substances that are like you know they're of course they're illegal so you already have that kind of anxiety on it and then you have the anxiety of like fucking fronts and all these other all things. that and scared. then like people asking you and you're like oh yeah i can hook up anytime you know what i mean like you're you're like a big shot you're you're gonna score for someone else yeah 
Yeah, and, no, it's, and you know, it's, you, you get your piece if you're smart, but I don't know. It it's 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 a uh, it's an eagle bug. Sure, it shows a lot of choices, but man, I'm freaking, I'm super grateful and uh, super proud of you, bro. You said like almost over ten years. Yeah, now. a little over ten now. Yeah, that's badass. Never thought, bro, but you know. Like you gotta, you gotta learn from experience and see what could become of you. You know, um, like yeah. for me, I was down and like I wasn't thinking straight. You know, I had people around me that uh, were even helping me um, um, not succeed. You know, um, so it's like you just gotta figure. I'm tired of this. Tired, tired of the same old crap that. You know, that's you, you wake up every morning feeling guilty. That's that's like a norm. <laughs> when yeah, you're, when, oh, you're yeah. All, when you're drinking and all that, you wake up the next day wondering what did I do? You know, and then people are yeah. they the people around me were encouraging it. You know, they'd be all ah that was cool, that was funny. I was but little I know I was hurting people or hurting myself. So it's it's like that guilt. <laughs> Of always waking up, you know, thinking that you did yeah. something messed up, or it's it's an awful feeling. Oh yeah, it is, man. You know, and I think I think really, like you said, you know, having having the opposite right of support, like it's like the placebo effect, you know, where they could take a sugar pill and it'll be like the same effect, but then there's also that nocebo effect. Where, you know, it's just like that haterism, yeah. you know, and that like that vibe. And ultimately, I mean, you know, it is up to us where we have our, you know, conscious awareness and we have, we have that free will and power of choice, yeah. you know, and, and really like the, the wild thing of being able to, you know, make, you know, better choices, I think is really that thing. Right. And so you have to like cut out people from your life. You got to be like, right. You know, for me, it was like, reality checks even when i was working with you you know i was still going through the whole freaking loop and chaos of you know trying to sell shit and fucking you know being drunk and like you know pulling pulling missions for like more than two days and then i'm working three jobs so i'm like burning myself out oh, yeah. I, I and then, sometimes i saw you were on uh you're burning the midnight oil <laughs> Yeah, bro, I was burning that candle. There we go, yeah. <laughs> it was rough, bro. But, you know, it was, like like I like to say, you know what I mean? It was every single uh, moment was, like, perfect for my, you know, growth and awareness. You know what I mean? Like, I finally, like you said, it's that morning when you wake up and you're, like, conscious. But then, you know what I mean? It's it's easier to make the choice for the bottle or the, the whatever, you yeah. know? And then, so, I, I guess it comes down to, like, healthier vices you know like for me i went from you know doing dips smoking cigarettes smoking meth to like vaping you know it's like it's it's a it's a little harm you know reduction plus i like how it tastes you know what i mean so it's like i think finding you know like like instead of uh you know going on movidas and you know getting fucking wasted all the time you know dedicating a little time to whatever it is that betters you you know, whether that be like the gym or church or 
anything really you know anything that, that change you do yeah. yeah and i think that's the thing too you know we're so programmed to be like for all these things you know like alcohol for example we're so programmed that that is like kind of like an a initiation ritual into you know adulthood but in all reality from most of my experiences with alcohol especially ex excessive consumption amounts of alcohol it's always some sort not always but you know like eight out of ten have been like some fucked up situation go down you know and you're just like fuck again but then you know you know you get that you get that could have had a v8 moment you know you fucking then you stop shooting myself and once we get rid of these ant infections and really i think it's like a once you get in that point it's really like a like an honesty self-love thing you know because there's some sort of pain or some sort of trigger you know that that keeps us into it because it's like fuck it it's easier i might as well be you know uncomfortably comfortable than you know comfortably uncomfortable <laughs> but i i, I want to know like uh what what you know steps did you use did you do like any like 12 step programs or like aa or anything or did you try like multiple things oh. you know after things got so extreme that you know it kind of made you wake up um, just uh while you get to that point to where you're fed up like that's how i was um i lost a job yeah. i mean that's one reason <laughs> i lost many i lost many oh, that, jobs that, that, because of that, you know, and then there was like that was like too many. There was the last straw. Um, uh, I just put myself in a recovery for thirty days, and oh, then okay. um, just went with the. I tried to do the steps, you know. Um, you know, I just like there's that one step that uh, gets you to where you gotta go find, and um find and make peace with the person place or thing you know what i mean and there's so many things man <laughs> it's just like wow okay. you know i just did it to i just did it to the important people in my life like my parents my brothers um i try to do it with my ex-girlfriend and you know she she was just kind of not, not believing in it so i was just oh wow take it as it goes because that's the way it is and and yeah so I did the 30 days, man, and then uh, I uh, just I would I would go to AA. I would go like first thing in the morning, and I wasn't yeah. working, so that's why I kept going until you know. So I I went to AA for like six months, and then finally I got a job. So I kind of uh, faded away from AA. I was probably doing once a week instead of like every day, <laughs> and then um. Yeah, I started getting more hours, so it was just, you know, it, just as long as I had something to to keep my mind for, on staying sober, um, just staying busy, you know, staying away from the, not staying away, f you know, as a hater from people, but just, you know, know your your limits, know your battles, know your, your, your weaknesses, you know, and, you know. Then you just go away, and then um, damn, have someone have to go. But um, um, then uh, you just do that, and then you know, just take care of your own business. Um, 
then when I worked, you know, I just better got just got better to me to where I just needed to leave the people behind and start anew. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I was starting anew, so I uh, came to Albuquerque and uh, hold on, hold on, wait, one second. Oh, I'm sorry, bro. Man. Um, I'm here uh, answering the door. <laughs> You're uh, but, uh, yeah, you yeah, know, man. and then I stayed away from uh, from uh, everything. Came to Albuquerque, got a job. I walked this whole place just to keep sane, and then uh, found yeah. a job at a Dollar Tree. You know, it's not the best of jobs, but it was a job kept me. Hey, whatever. Yeah, kept me busy. Kept, that, that was a lot of work for pennies, but you know, I yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I built a a toler a, you know tolerance to work, stay busy, and just do my thing. And, you know, like for me, yeah. a lot of people say pot this pot should be you know, and I smoke pot. I mean, I ain't gonna lie, I ain't gonna. That's what that's what yeah. helps save me, bro. I was so my you know my own delusion and fucking you know hatred of myself and the entire yeah. world that you know I, I traded you know the the opiates which you know get me out of myself for you know the herb which helped get into myself yeah. it, it, it like but made like, me healthy it made me like like uh eat better <laughs> you know like after everything yeah. my, my appetite was not great and then yeah I, I just kept up with that ate better started working out being you know being motivated and then when we worked man okay. I, do, I that was the best because kept us busy you know i met new friends Indeed. you know we had it was good times <laughs> Heck yeah, dude. The the meat way, bro. The the meat locker. I miss all the, the good dude, I learned so much about meat cuts and fucking everything else, dude. I'm so like blasted. Yeah, learning, uh, you know, and I was you know, cutting still here. I was still learning. I was learning new cuts, new new certain things that people would ask for and and then me and you would, you know, try to figure it out or we would figure it out. And that's the thing, yeah. you know, nowadays with this uh, YouTube and everything, you figure out a lot, you could, you could, you could do anything, bro. If you think about it, anybody can do anything right now. Whatever they're pumped about, whatever they're, you know, excited about, they can fucking YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> and figure I mean, there's people who struggled yeah. more and are more successful, you know. And yeah, or just you know, just ones that are just trying to make make it in life. And we're you know, I don't, you know, for me, it's like hanging on a string, but you know, make the best of it. Yeah, no, I feel you, bro. Especially with all the stuff that's going on now, you know, it's already been like a year of this, you know, chaos and craziness, and you know, really, I think the. 
the wildest thing, bro, is we're, we're so blessed, man. Like every single one of us, you know, um, you know, myself included, I'm so blessed, bro. And like to, to really, you know, be here and like, just like being all of that, like, I'm sure it's, it's kind of more difficult for you guys because New Mexico is a little bit more, uh, restricted than Colorado, but, um, shit dude i mean like like i've just been saying for this whole freaking quarantine bro just keep swimming man because the more the more i i stop swimming bro i just drop to the bottom and i'm like fuck i just i hit those lows but then i gotta i gotta like try to you know stay grateful for that too you know like try to try to have gratitude for the things that i'm most triggered by and most frustrated by because i feel like those are like my teachers you know like I used to, you know, I would, somebody would flip me off or tell me to go, you know, whatever, go after myself or whatever. I'd flip out back on them, you know? And like recently I've just been like, damn dude, like if everybody was just like 1% kinder to every single person, you know, animal creature that they seen, dude, this entire world would fucking just shoot <laughs> rainbows out and everybody would be hugging, but you know, we're getting there. You know, we got a lot of work to do, especially <clears throat> Especially personally, bro, like when it comes to when it comes to health and everything, which is it's kind of crazy, you know, like the this path of, you know, just my awareness and growing up, like I said, I feel like I'm only three years old, bro. Like like when I was uh, when I was working with you and I was I was really aware, but I was still caught in my addictions like heavy, you know, and I was still caught in like these ways of thinking that just like really weren't helping me. And I was, and the more I keep thinking about addiction, I'm like, well, like addictions can also be, you know, substances, people, you know, thoughts, behaviors. Um, and then, and then there's like the other things, right. That are all around us, like truth, like love, like, like being honest with ourselves, like being able to just like be with family, even though, you know, despite everything what's going on, you know, I think like, if we really think about it, bro, we take like, as just a culture, like we take so much shit for granted, you know, especially in the US, right? Because like, third world countries and shit, bro, like they don't even have water right now. Like, they fucking like nope. shit in the hole, you know, and, and that's way, normal, right? Like that. And like, for us, that's like savagery, you know? And so like, I think it, it really is all about perspective, you know? And I think like another thing too is, man, we got to like give ourselves a pat on the back because fuck man, there's so many things that are like, it seems like that are out there that are like, I like to think of them as like paper tigers, but they can be real tigers, you know, like, or things that are just like a big old pillar that's just ready to crush us, you know? And, and even those things can be our thoughts, you know? And then I'm more like what, thoughts because if we're you know listening to you know like tv all day right like of course we're gonna kind of like not be as happy as we would if we were you know outside walking mm -hmm. around and so like i think that's really important that bro to like keep your mind busy you know because especially <laughs> with addiction like for Jeez. me when i a really dark place you know and then my mind would just keep taking me darker right yeah, that's what you say you can go back and say you got to train your brain you know you got to train your brain you know to do other things yeah exactly you got to like switch the yeah. energy from, yeah i mean like you, know? you say don't watch tv all day because <laughs> like, all you're gonna get is bad news <laughs> unless you watch unless you watch a really good movie yeah. but uh 
But if you watch the news see, and that's all you see is bad news, you're going to go around just telling people about it and just be yeah, like a Debbie Downer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, somebody, yeah somebody's going to be having a good day and everything. You're going to come up and say, well, do you know what happened today? How many people passed? And, you know, it's like, you know, for ready. <laughs> do something else. Yeah, man. And really what I'm, what, what I'm looking at it as, bro, is like the ultimate mind control, you know, because we're already pretty mind controlled as like a civilization, you know, like there was this study of this guy who went around the world and he showed kids flashcards of like, you know, fresh farm animals and like, you know, chickens, like all this stuff, right. And little flashcards. And then the kids could name, and then he also showed them flashcards of like corporate symbols like Coca-Cola, Pepsi, all that, you know. And the kids could identify the corporate logos better than they could identify the oh, animals, yeah. you know? <laughs> So we're like, damn, bro. Like the hole we we're, we're digging is pretty deep, but um, you know, uh, as like a collective, bro, I feel like there's a silver lining in everything, you know, like even when I get super down, I'm like, you know, the reality of everything and we're so fucking connected as a society. Like, I don't think there's ever been a time where the entire world has meditated on something before. And like I said, the thing that the entire world meditated on and has been meditating on is this, you know, COVID-19 and fucking COVID-20 and COVID fucking 99 by the time we get to like 10 years from now or whatever, you know, like all the, all these things, bro. It's like, it, it, it's just like a, like a oh, ripple in the pond, Like you got to say, like you know, people, like they were trying to do it. They said, um, people should stop buying one day. Just stop buying, you know, just nobody buying, yeah. no purchases, no nothing in any store, not even online or nothing and see how um, these people need us. You know what I mean? And like we're feeding the yeah. rich and us, we're, we're just staying where we're at, you know, and it makes us feel like uh, kind of like unappreciated to where we have that, that attitude, like, you know, F this, F that. Yeah, F them. Because I, I, you know, still have that attitude. And actually, I had this crazy awareness recently where it was like a deep thing with like righteousness and like truth, you know, where um, I would I would back myself up for something that's not, you know, 100, 100% like completely like honest, you know. And like I'd, I'd catch myself and still even now, like I'll catch myself like embellishing shit. You know, I'm, I'm, I like to tell stories and stuff, but sometimes I go a little <laughs> off the hinge. I'm like, John. Yeah, I hear you, bro. I, I do the same. <laughs> but to me, like, when I was using, it was always a lie. You know, there's always a lie involved. Well, I was using, no, I didn't. I didn't do this. I was there. And that, or, you know, some kind of lie. And then, like, now, with, like, my sobriety, what helps me is to be honest. You know what I mean? You, you won't have a hiccup if you just stay honest and, don't try to cheat. Don't try to like, you know, be ahead of life. Just kind of take it in stride and don't just like, do that. I mean, here. you're gonna get really? caught in a lie. You're gonna get caught in cheating. Just be honest, and you know, it goes a long way. And when you're honest, shit 
shit ends Dude. faster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it does, man. And that, that's the thing, right? Because that was the thing for me. You know, I'd, I'd get caught in these lies that I would say, you know, I'm, oh, I'm selling to this person. And, uh, and then all of this shit would just collide into itself in front of me, you know? And it would be my fault and I'd have to fucking own it hard as fuck. And I'm just yeah, like, maybe, uh, or like just away. doing all that, just made, like, you know, worse. Shit worse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly, dude. It's kind of crazy, you know, because it's like, damn, like, I think, I, I think we need to do more things that are like good for us, you know, that we can put our energy into. Instead of, you know, all these other things that, you know, we used to fall back on. But like, for me, I'm always going to lean on Mary Jane, you know what I mean? Because throughout throughout all of my, you know, awareness and growing up as a kid and seeing all kinds of people, you know, um, like be super into substance abuse, whether that be heroin or like hippies off the (laughs) grid in the Mesa and like people each other out like it's the wild west out there and shit and then seeing all this you know from a kid aspect like mary jane has been like the the most stable ship that's been in the sea you know like all the other ships have capsized but yeah like too like well, like over here in new mexico we have a opioid opioid addiction problem here you see uh, you yeah, know a lot of people are do they do have cards for opiate because they're on opiates or they're trying to get off opiates. If this whole state was to legalize yeah. the the herb and shit, opiate addiction would just go down. Cause like I've taken, I never you know done heroin, no. but I've done like oxycodone or whatever. And, you know that yeah. it feels the same as uh, smoking weed, but except the like, stomach and the the nauseous part. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah get constipated yeah. and then you but, get like but like for me it's like, like I have a bad hip I have a bad knee I smoked the herb and it just I learned how to just cope and kind of you know not be so uh, um, so like energy to where I'm gonna hurt myself I guess yeah yeah, no, I, I totally, I totally know, know what you mean, too, because you got to think, too, like, when you're on those substances, especially opiates, you know what I mean? It it, uh, it takes away your pain, like, really, though, but it takes away your pain on more than one then, level. It's just then you want physical. more, you know? Yeah. It, like, masks it. But just like know? alcohol, too, you're, you're just a- downing it and downing it and... And then, like, you wake up in the morning and you want more. That's how I was. <laughs> anyway, you know, I wake up, got to have a beer just to balance it out. But then once that beer runs out of your system, you're having a bad day. Yeah, no, exactly. Because in your body, it, you know, acclimated to it to a point where, like, you need it you know and I, I would meet a lot of people like this throughout my life just growing up as a kid right that were so deep into it you know what I mean that they straight up needed it to survive and then it's just crazy people act on these substances and do crazy ass shit and then when they're when they're sober they're like a completely different person you know and so it's kind of wild like they they call them spirits for a reason you know and that's actually kind of crazy because for me I I I did. I uh, had like three shots for like a virtual Christmas party, 
and I got fucked up because I usually don't drink, you know. So this was like last week, and it was bad news bears, bro. Some shit went down, and I'm like, fuck, every time, bro. I'm like, all right, I might as well just like <laughs> let this shit go for good, bro. Because like a glass of wine every once in a while, you know, maybe a beer here and there, you know, but like super. But yeah, I'm like, man, the hard liquor. I guess I, I guess I gotta, I gotta let that one go because some shit always goes down, man. I'm just like, fuck, it's not worth it, you know. <laughs> There's some of these things where it's like, it's not worth it, bro. I can smoke a joint, I can function, you know, I can go to work, I can, you know, perform above and beyond, right? And and in still in parts of this world, you know, you can get, you know, locked in prison for life for something that grows out of the ground, right? When there's companies that are like alcohol companies and cigarette companies that says on their fucking label that they kill people and it's all right, you know? So like the irony is just, it, it's kind of crazy. Like I said earlier, dude, we got to give ourselves a pat on the back, you know, for kind of coming out of the fucking storm, you know, somewhat, you know, sane. <laughs> Cause, cause like I said, bro, if you think about it, there's so many things that are out there that are like distracting us and like manipulating us, you know, but, that, but we always have that power of choice now. So like whenever we, whenever I was like deep in addiction, you know, I would give my power away. Right. And then I would wake up and realize that I gave my power away and I'd be all pissed off at other people. <laughs> well, you, you kind of lead a multiple life, like, you know what I mean? Like, you know. You're, you're screwed one minute yeah. to be a good guy the next, you know. It's just and here, like when you're sober, you can control all that because you're in that right mind to you know what's good and what's bad, and just yeah. <laughs> go with the good. Yeah, man. I mean, I that's what I've been trying to aim towards, you know, because I remember, I don't know if I told you that, but I think, I think I told you that. I remember we, or I remember I was going through, you know, it was still when I was working at the co-op, but I remember I was just, I was just going through a, a super, super rough, dark patch where it was like, you know, I just had so much anger and so much rage and so much frustration and just, you know, pain and just not living in my truth and my body. And I remember, I, uh, I think, I think it was like, a, you know, a day after a binge. So you're like, and I, and I hadn't drank anything yet. And so, and so I was like, no, instead I'm just going to eat like a little bit of mushrooms, you know? And so I ate the mushrooms with my girl and I remember I had to run back down to my car and this fucking tree, like pulled me in, bro. Like Star Trek tractor beam, like whoa, 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 and fucking pulled me in, dude. And I remember I just put my arms around this tree, bro. And I was just like, I love you, mother earth. And it was like the craziest fucking shit. I still, still kind of experience, like can kind of feel it, but it felt like an electric, like a lightning bolt shot through my entire spine and my body. And like every drop of negativity, like I got, <laughs> I got like, dumped out, dude. Yeah. And then I got like supercharged with every single positive experience you could ever imagine in your entire life, you know, times infinity. So, like, I was, like, a USB drive with all these viruses and, like, fucking belief systems that just didn't serve me. And then I got straight up plugged into the mother drive of Mother Earth, bro. And I got all my viruses fucking in hardware reset. And then, and then I was, like, I let go. And I was, like, damn. Like, and I remember I, like, asked Kata, you know, over, uh, the, um, I'd be, like, hey, uh, 
you know, I'm trying to get this experience again, you know, because I was still caught in my fucking, my addiction-based mindset where I was, like, chasing the dragon, you know? <laughs> and so she's like, like, you can't. She's like, it's, it's like in you. Like, that's in you forever, you know what I mean? Because it's like an experience, you know? Like, you are that thing, right? And so I was like, holy fuck, like, you know, and since then, like I said, that, that's why I say I'm like three years old, because I felt like ever since that happened, bro, I just like got rebirthed into the universe, you know, and I had to, I still had to work through all my, you know, my lies and like trying to be shady and like these things would still pop up, you know what I mean? And I'd have to like come to not come to like an agreement with them, but like come to an agreement with myself to like, all right, I'm just going to be like real with myself and like whatever comes, comes, you know what I mean? Like that, that's all I can do, bro, is just be the best I can be oh. and just fuck it, you know, <laughs> like let's go. And since then, dude, it's just been, you know, one synchronicity, one waking up after the next, you know? So I guess uh, after the water shaman gig, I'm, I'm uh, transitioning to be like a uh, holistic lifestyle coach. So that'll be pretty badass. But I'm like, man, never what I thought in my journeys. Yeah. I thought I'd be cooking all my life. You know what I mean? Because I started around years old. And that's kind of that's kind of also where the substance scene is. You know what I mean? It's in that cooking. It's in like the 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 service industry type of roles, you know, because you kind of you kind of aren't allowed to be yourself or show yourself because it's like, no, you know what? Get the job yeah. done, bottom line. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so there's in this society there's no like there's no like room where it's like tea time and everybody just fucking <laughs> chills for a second you know oh bro it's just go 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 you know so i think that's why you know uh it, it's easier to lean on some of these substances especially if you have a lot of pain you know some of these darker substances that kind of don't benefit you know you the most you know and then kind of <laughs> trade those substances for better substances you know like i remember i drink bunch of coffee all the time now i'm like mostly drinking tea i don't drink coffee that much you know so like it's just these like small actions take that are actually the the largest steps to our freedom you know because really i think it's like a like addiction like us enslaving ourselves by our thoughts and our choices right and then like wanting to be free when you wake up, but then you're like, well, when you make this it, it just seems like when you're you addicted know? to something, <clears throat> you have to do something. You ha you're, you're obligated to do that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, too, choice. but uh, you, I mean. you're in that state of mind to where you have to be there, you know, like on, on that high or on that, or on that mission. <laughs> Like for me, like what I'm saying for myself, like yeah, when I'm sober, I'm, you know, I'm making my choices. I I could see what I'm I'm supposed to do, yeah. not what I'm, you know, what I have to go out and look for and and be that person. If you know, like what you have to do to get that type of to get that feeling. You see, it's like I don't know if it's making yeah. sense, but like you um. Like, like you want to go out and steal just to get that feeling you want, you know. And it's a choice, you see, yeah. like I said, it's yeah, a choice. It's but you're obligated to be to be like that when, and that's what you think. 
And then, like, if you if you were to sober up, you would think you would lose all that and make you know worse choices because you think you're making better choices, which you're not. Maybe you are, maybe you're not. But uh, if you're off it, it's like you're looking at those choices and you're always picking the good, and that's not going out trying to get that get that feeling, you know. Yeah, get that rush. Yeah, I know what you mean, man. It's it really is. I th I think it comes to like the the idea of like the the actions reactions. You know, like like somebody who's you know super wasted, right? If you were to like punch him in the face, they'd probably you know lose it in rage. You know, I mean maybe maybe anybody if you were to punch him in the face right at this exact moment would freak out in rage because they're well, so about it. it's like a but, natural reaction, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly but you know what i mean we're we're like we get in these in these states of mind right where um we can be conscious and even when even when we're not on, on any substance you know and something like we, we something just triggers us super crazy and we just have an, an instant action reaction and then there's a solution to it by just us exploding right and i think too when when you're on that that thrill of the of the chase you know and, and and you're always you're always you know searching for that rush and that high you know it's like like you said that it, it can be hard to even seem like there's a choice you know what i mean Cause oh, it's, it's like, that split, nah, that split like, reaction that, that, that that's second reaction else. it's you have that second yeah what do you do yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but you know to be like like for example if uh, if you're like sober and something happens, you know, you're going to most likely like think before you do something, you know, 9 times out of 10, you know, compared to just going out and robbing oh, yeah. somebody <laughs> just cuz you see them, you know. Um, but of course that's all about, you know, the person and you know the, the place and everything in between, right? It's all about circumstances, but I think you know, one of the craziest things is and what I've been thinking about for a while is like all of the pain and all of like the frustration and all of the things right like if I wouldn't have made those choices would it ultimately have led to where I am now you know I mean? so like ultimately I try to stay grateful even the darkest aspects of myself and I'm just like you know what like it's kind of like making peace with your ego you know like you see some people like there's this great joke or it's uh, what's the difference between um, dudes that drive uh, lifted trucks and cactuses? <laughs> and it's all you could tell the pricks on the outside <laughs> of the cactus. <laughs> but <laughs> it's like that, you know. Where it's like you gotta, you gotta like integrate your ego, you know, because because that then you're balanced, you know, and then you're more able to like assess the unknown but, order, to be a respectable which is just person. the chaos that is all around. Yeah. yeah, I mean, just to be like a decent person, you know, I mean? like just somebody who has sense and who like, you know, can critically think. It, it kind of seems like it's a rare thing nowadays because everybody's so caught in their own head and their own bullshit and like, you know, all, all the craziness. So like, of course, leaning on a substance like an opiate where you can you can cut off that feeling because you're not feeling loved, you're not you're, you're not feeling appreciated. Um, and that's that's understandable because we all feel these emotions. You know what I mean? It's kind of like I like to think about it like 
every single human being on this planet <clears throat> is like a is like a, a like a like a light in the ocean right and but they are the ocean itself you know so all of us we're all connected you know what i mean and and so like whenever i, I think that that's why like some people all people right like if something fucked up happens you automatically can like feel like you, you can you can empathize with whatever the situation is you know like we tune in to other people's thoughts and feelings when we're in the same room with them you know but then when we're so distanced we're not able to like hug we're not able to like you know i think it really is the thing about fear too you know because for me like it, it had to do with the truth and it had to do with fear as well. Like I had so much fear of the outside world that I would just snort. I would become this loving, happy, go lucky, like outgoing guy. You know? But on the yeah. inside, I'm like dying. <laughs> yeah, I, I hear you on that, man. Yeah. You know? I'm like, yeah. It's like I, I I felt like a raisin, but I on the outside was a fresh yeah, but raisin, you had but a, I was still a you know, raisin. Like what I've seen, <laughs> like I knew I know you had the dark side in me, but um, the outside, you know, that you were, you know, you're a happy person, you're you're a respectable person, you were like always helpful, you were always you're you know you're a good guy, but without with that just that dark side of this bro who knew you know <laughs> yeah well that that i feel like i feel like i i had to go through you know like i feel like we each and every single one of us kind of like has to go through the trials and tribulations it, you know you kind of like no matter what yeah exactly right so you, that kind of gives us the perspective you know what i mean like we wouldn't know hot if they're cold you know, we, we wouldn't know, you know, shock, there was no well, you don't crushing stone or whatever in between, you know. Yeah, man. So hey, I appreciate you, bro. Like I said, man, I mean it, it's been a it's been a wild journey. And I'm I'm super blessed to have been introduced to people throughout my um young adulthood that um honestly <laughs> taught me how to work, you know. I think I think that's the thing it's something that I even had to go through, you know, or, um, my mom was like a single mom, you know, and then she met my stepdad and then my stepdad's like Northern New Mexican, you know, so they kind of, um, and, and all family, you know, they're Chicano. So they embraced me, you know what I mean? So I was like the burrito and like one of the things, you know, uh, was like the values and like the community and like the core ethics that are like in, you know, um, in life, you know what I mean? Like, especially out there in northern new mexico i mean it's probably the same for santa fe too you know you'd go out, you'd get wood you know you got to get that leña and then you got to help out grandma you got to help out you know ti you got to help out people and drop off wood at their house or do all these different things you know because it's like a family you know community thing and like that what's crazy to say is that family type of community type of like ethics it kind of seems like it's like been thrown out the window you know like kind of resource like it's well, kind of dying like off there's you know? no, saying, um, there's no like good the, people out there but i think the grandmothers true. the ones we grew up with are going away see the grandmothers yeah. now are like my mom now or even yeah, exactly. younger and they don't know they don't know the respect that we like the that you know that you have you know that we grew up respecting our grandmothers where 
the grandmothers nowadays don't really expect anybody. Yeah. You know, it's like it's it's a sign of the times. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah no, it's it 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 kind of seems like we're like in this super paradox, you know, um, uh, paradigm shift. You know what I mean? Where it seems like. Uh, you know, two-year-olds and three-year-olds exactly. can wizard exactly. the iPad faster than we can. But they don't want to go outside. They don't want to make mud pies. They don't want to, you know, play with sticks and whatever else, you know. Like, of course, of course, that's not like 100%, you know, accurate for everybody. But I think, you know, in the city, the parents just kind of just have leave me alone, you know. And it's sad, but ultimately, like I've been saying, even with the start of this, like with the dictionary thing, I think all of this shit doesn't matter what angle you're looking at, doesn't matter who you are, doesn't matter where you yeah, are. We like, all, it's we all, all die this process, we all, once you know? we die, we're gone, you know. It's there's no um there's no rewind or exactly, bro. And <laughs> anything. Yeah, so there's you know what I mean? Like, and, that, and that's what I just try to stay focused on is there really is just here right now. You know what I mean? So much, like so much love and blessings for you, brother, man. Cause man, to be here right now is a hard thing for a lot of people, you know, like they're caught in bills or this or that, what this person said, or, you know, right now on this planet, there's so much chaos going on. And if everybody just focused and dive deep within, you know, just, on <laughs> just fixed or not fixed, but put some effort, feeling. Yeah, some origami, bro. They 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 peeled off a couple layers of the onion, you know, and they're like, damn, that was my ancient ancestral baggage that just came through the ancestral lines that, you know, was my choice to heal ourselves, you know, because like uh, th there's this saying where uh, I think it's a Native American saying where um, anytime you heal yourself, seven generations in the future heal and seven generations in the past heal. You know what I mean? And that's fucking powerful like to really think about that you're like damn bro like anytime we make any tar and i like to think about that to where anytime we apply any type of new knowledge to you know uh pushing us in a better direction for our highest and greatest good you know then we're healing ourselves and we're moving forward you know because so many people like for myself you know like for my my mom exam uh for an example you know, she uh, holds a lot of resentments and holds a lot of grudges, you know, or used to, right? And so me growing up, I would see how she would react. And and, and what's crazy is I had the conscious awareness of like, all right, that's an example yeah, of what yeah, I that's, don't want you gotta, to be uh, like. Live <laughs> you know, something... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, there's nothing wrong with that, you know? Like, either way, it's love. And I tell her all the time, thank you for every single experience and every single hardship you had to endure because, yeah. you know, without any of that, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> you know, and I wouldn't be able to be myself and share my love with the world, which which I, I think I think it, every single one of us is sharing our love with the world, whether we're aware of it or not, you know? Because there, there's, like, that idea where it's, like... Uh, Oh, you're you're like uh, you think you're the center of the world, or you think yeah, you're the center yeah. of attention, or something. Yeah. Well, we actually are. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we're the central node, <laughs> in the network that is our life, bro. <laughs> That's a trip, man. But you know, like I said, super super blessed to um, to just be here, you know, and and all the things 
um, with, with, you know, substance people, some, you know, dark magic, light magic, whatever, bro. Everything is magic, man. Everything is, is divine and beautiful. And I hope, I hope, uh, I could figure out how to get some sort of like meat wagon on wheels or something, but we got to start cutting it again. I'm trying to get my, uh, my knee replaced. So I probably won't be doing that, uh, for a while. Yeah, I already got it the uh, process going. Oh damn. So in March I'm gonna find out uh what's oh, wow. going on and see what they say. And then maybe they'll tell me when. But since all this uh COVID and stuff happening, uh <clears throat> I probably won't do it till th- through the summer, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Damn, so so uh yeah they're gonna they're gonna replace yeah. your whole knee your kneecap if i if i don't do it now with all that standing we do cutting room and walking and oh i know whatever well who knows maybe what like the the, the sensei of meat dude <laughs> and then you can just tell people hey bro this is how you do it bam bam Get you like the virtual, oh, so, you know how they're gonna have VR soon, like everywhere, because they are have VR, bro. You're gonna have fucking virtual reality meat cutting lessons with the sensei, dude. I'm gonna fucking figure it out, and then you wouldn't have to stand that long, bro. You can throw it on YouTube, you know, school, kitchen, meat wagon, <laughs> and then you're just no, I like the other one better, sensei, sensei, Dan. <laughs> sensei Dan. Dan, the meat man. Yeah, I'll be okay, pulling and then uh, have a, a food show in an RV yeah. and, you know, go to, like, different meat butcher shops and shit. <laughs> that's, another, that's another story. <laughs> Dude, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's, that, that's a different <laughs> rabbit hole, man. Well, <laughs> Well, who knows, man, with all this, uh, you know, with all this craziness, of course, nothing's going to go back to normal, you know, but I, I still feel like uh, because each and every single one of us is helping co-create our reality, you know, um, it, it kind of seems like it's up to us to kind of, you know, steer that ship because that's what I try to do, you know, is whenever I start going in a direction where, you know, I might not be thinking the most beneficial thoughts or I just get caught in fucking rage or whatever with whoever my partner, you know, uh, my woman, freaking whoever, the, my boss, whatever person in traffic. I just try to, you know, take those three breaths. I just try to live in my heart and I just try to steer that ship and just, you know, whatever that direction is, you know, if I have to go through the storm, I have to go through the storm. There you go. I try yeah. to stay in That's the really high of it, it, you know. <laughs> right. It's less windy in there, bro. Yeah. Well. Well, shit, bro. It's been a. It's been a. Looks like it's almost been an hour, dude. Thank, thank you for all of uh, for all of your wisdom, bro. And uh, if you're down, we'll do uh, we'll do another one of these, and uh, just kind of go as it go as it flows. You know, I kind of don't really put uh, too much pressure on like structuring a podcast. It's kind of just you know a flow of just stories and love and just uh, our experience. You know, and it's kind of crazy because. 
if somebody hearing, you know, our words of, you know, struggle and, and experience can help them get out of a rut, yeah. then fuck yeah, bro. We're helping the Yeah, it helps me, you know? you know. And so that's how I try to. Hopefully, just, I know you're, you're there and you're doing good, yeah, good. so I'm, I'm glad you're. Get it off. You're up there, bro. Damn, dude. Yeah, thank you, brother. Man, I know I got to get back down there and say, hey, I, oh, yeah. I have That's been just caught. Take time. I got to make it up there, too. You know. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah, maybe we'll. Walk well, I, I passed through there. to where you're at, probably. So yeah, I'll be headed like towards Arvada, oh, yeah. I think. Yeah. Oh, snap. Yeah, that's like. That's like 30 minutes from my crib, dude. That's super close. So, yeah, whenever it happens, you just send me we'll a be talking And I uh, definitely want to see you, you know, sooner than later. But, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, Sensei, Dad, oh, yeah, I was going to ask you, bro, what, what's the grape line? Oh. Or squish like grape. If you, you walk gotta, on, you drop that on the right side of the road, you're okay. You walk on the left side of the road, okay. Walk in the middle. Just like Ray. <laughs> sensei, sensei. Fuck yeah, brother. I love it so much, man. Thank you. Sensei, yeah, buddy. Man. Damn, Daniel, back at it again. My brother. Well, hey, my dude. I hope you have uh, an amazing rest of your evening, and thank you so much for your presence. We'll get you on here. This is just the first of uh, many. Just talking about life and shit. We could talk about anything on here, dude. It's, it's fun and uh, it, it's good for me too, so I can get the get who else words are, who else goes on and people that I know out into the universe. And then, um, I got I don't have that many people. It's usually just people that I work with. Um, <clears throat> I'm I'm kind of doing uh, more focus. I want to like do focused on like you know addictions and people and how they've gone through it so i might have a podcast with this lady from new york um because she went through some crazy addiction um you know craziness as we all do and uh, has her own perspective on it <clears throat> but basically it's just you this other dude that i know that's one of my coworkers. he does like 100 mile marathons and stuff actually he's working wow. on a 200 200k fucking run dude through the yeah, fucking savage. Just straight through. Like this is like probably gonna take him like just 50, maybe or seventy what? hours. <laughs> I know. Yeah, well he stops and like eats and might take a quick nap and then keeps going. Yeah, he's a savage, dude. I'll I'll send you a link of his podcast because he interviews all kinds of people who are like runners. They call them like ultra marathon runners and like um like triathletes and stuff. Yeah, but he he also um, has been sober too for a minute. He used to be on a bunch of alcohol and stuff. Cool. So I'll send you uh, one of the links of um, his podcast too. But yeah, it's kind of we can kind of just you know get out there and if I can inspire you to make your own podcast while you're just chilling there, dude, fuck it. Oh, yeah. Basically, if, if you think about it, we're all storytellers, you know. And so yeah, it's it's, it's beautiful yeah, once we sure, get man. out of our own way, you know. 
Yeah, brother. Well, hey, my man, Daniel Sensei, brother. I will talk to you soon, and uh, you'll hear. Yeah, you'll you'll hear from me sooner than later. I'll send All right, man. Have so a happy new year. And then whenever I post this, I'll send it to you. But hey, thank you, brother. Happy New Year, fam. Um, I love you all. I love you, brother. Fucking stay positive. Thank you for everything. You know, thank you for uh, being in my life, brother. And thank you for all you do. And, uh, you know, give, give yourself a pat on the back and give yourself a hug. Like, if it's from me, because I'm myself right I'll, now, I'll hug the Christmas tree. Me, but, you know, we're hugging ourselves. <laughs> Maybe I'll hug <laughs> <I'll get> <laughs> There you go, bro. All right. And, uh, I hope you have a great night, fam. And uh, talk soon. Love and light, everybody. Cool, Stay Baby. positive. Stay blessed. Bye. Life is good.